Welcome to Let's Talk Football with me, Chris. And me, Richard. The podcast bringing you the latest in football news. Every week we discuss all the big talking points from the world of football and preview all the action in the week to come. In this week's podcast, there was no football over the weekend, so there is nothing to talk about. Absolutely nothing. Not a 3-1 win for Arsenal in the North London derby and not a 6-3 win for City in the Manchester derby. No, nothing nothing to talk about. Um, nothing to talk about. So, let's not talk football. Let's, let's talk about anything else. Anything else? Let's talk about anything else in Any, the world. Anything else? Nothing to see here. Move on. No, no, no depressive states for us. No, Hang no on. I'm not sad. Um, anything else happening in the news? Uh, no. No, no nothing. Really. No, perhaps we should talk about some ma- matches of football then. We have to. We don't have to. We don't have to do anything, but... Oh, that's true. why we're here. <laughs> it's why the people are listening. Yes, the people. The people, well, in inverted commas. The people. Well, I'll go first. Go on, you, you rip the band-aid off first. Ireland is a cheat code. <laughs> Ireland's a cheat code. He should be banned. He shouldn't be allowed to play football ever again. Because what is wrong with this man? Yeah, he's just ridiculous, isn't he? Three hat tricks in three home games in a row for him. Yeah, yeah. It's taken him eight games to get three Premier League hat tricks. Yeah, I saw a stat earlier that if he carries on at his current rate, he'll score sixty-six goals in the league this year. Yeah, and Dixie Dean will be very much a forgotten man. Indeed. Jeez, <laughs> I can't cope with this man. No, I don't think anyone is. <laughs> no one can cope with him. The defenders definitely can't cope with him. No. I don't it's know what's movement. going on. It's just crazy movement. He's power. He's quick. He's got everything. He's got everything he has. Yeah. He's, he's the cheat code. He's, you know, he is. He, he, was, he even assisted a goal this yeah. week. So if he starts adding those to his game, it's ridiculous. God. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's like it's like you've gone into the editor in Football Manager and changed all your stats to twenty. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty much like that. That's that's yeah. what's happened. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with this guy. But I mean, we weren't brilliant in the first half. No, I felt no. we sat off no. them. Yeah, I thought we were a little bit, a little bit. Yeah. I thought we were a little bit scared, but then in the second half, I think, you know, we're already. It's already over at this point. We're four 0 down. Yeah. Um. But I felt they got on the front foot a bit more, and we showed a bit more in the second half. You did, yeah. They um, took their foot off the gas a little bit. As they well. did as well, as well. I think once, once, uh, once Foden got his hat trick. Yeah. Well, I mean, Anthony scored, and you just seem to anger them. Well, that's that's what happens though. That's what happens, doesn't it? Yeah. But then we got to we got poke the bear. We made it. We made it a little bit respectable at the end. Anthony Martial yeah. comes on and gets a couple, and he has a knack of scoring against City as well. Martial, yeah, mm, he's probably quite good at that. But uh, yeah, not not brilliant. I mean, City obviously very very good, but they have the cheat code. So does it really count? <laughs> really count when you've got a cheat code. I mean, if you take Haaland out of that game, you still draw with Man City. We still draw, and we take that away at the Etihad. In fact, actually, no. He got. You said he got an assist, so we win yeah, three. We win three someone, two. <laughs> someone would have <laughs> so, passed it to. Actually, yeah. No, you take Harland out of the game, we win. So get rid of the cheat code. We're the best team in Manchester. We all know this. But I should imagine that will not be the last time that he will chew a team up and spit them back out again. But yeah, no. It's um, it's one of them. 
I kind of expected it. I didn't think it'd be as bad a first half as we put in. No, you. I mean, eight minutes on the clock, you're a goal down. I mean, yeah, you did well okay. after that. They didn't score till 34 after that. No, but I mean, we weren't... just imploded before half We just time. weren't... I never felt like... We, we were just off them all you the time. Active. Yeah, no. they, they weren't on top of them. When you think about how we played well against Arsenal and Liverpool, yeah, we got in their face and yeah. we were and you did. in on them. Yeah, we, did. we didn't do that with City. They got scared and backed off and thought, oh, no, it's City, we need to... You know, Haaland, we need to give them... Yeah. Time and space, Give or whatever. All the space in the world. Yeah, and it wasn't ideal. It's, but it's at least you kept 11 men on the pitch, unlike us. We did. We did. Um, so, yeah, let's go to that show. Uh, the North yeah, London show. Derby. In, insert word in front of show. Well, if, if, you're like. a, if you're a Spurs fan, I guess. If you're an Arsenal fan, it's a great show. Yeah. I, I've got a lot of complaints. Mm-hmm. A, a lot of complaints. Why we haven't closed Thomas Party down, I've no idea. To be honest, Literally, I don't. I don't think he you're has ex- unleashed one from thirty odd yards. Yeah, but I don't think you're because ex- he takes it first time as well, doesn't he? Yeah. So it's not as if you've got time to get out to him necessarily. No, but someone should be closer to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on but, the edge of the box. But he takes it first time. He does take it first time, but someone should be closer to him. I think you're being harsh on your defence there. I'm being think, on my midfield, but yeah. I don't think I don't think you're half ex- I don't think you're really expecting a, him to, yeah, him to take that, that shot distance. first time. Yeah. And and the the sweep that he got on it and the perfection of the strike, it was a great oh, strike. Just wave goodbye to the bloody yeah. thing. Yeah. So you know, it's one of them that can happen in a game. Obviously Hugo makes the cock up for the second goal. Mm-hmm. That's it ideal. Just, it just runs through his arms and that's just horrendous. I mean, the angle they showed it on the telly, it's like, oh, Hugo. Yeah, he's had a moment. He's had a moment, unfortunately, for Hugo. Made a great save initially, and then did that. <laughs> and then Emerson Royale does what he did. Yeah, you can't do that uh, in a derby. No, and the one good thing, Emerson Royale will not be playing for three Premier League games. I mean, that yes, the I one guess. shining light that I have. Your manager obviously likes him. I... I I fail to see why, but okay. Is Antonio, are you are you questioning Antonio Conte? I am questioning Antonio Conte's selection of Emerson Royale. Yes. <laughs> Shocking. I, indeed, I am. These because Spurs Matt fans Doherty, are fickle, aren't they? But Matt Doherty, at the end of last season, before he got injured mm. against Aston Villa, I think he was, he was flying. Yeah. And he can't get a sniff in the team now. He came on Saturday. Admittedly, he did try a crossfield ball from right to left which was horrendously bad oh dear <laughs> but yeah in fairness we normally lose at the emirates so i wasn't too disappointed we lost because it's an expectation <laughs> it's what you used to and we have had the most red cards in this fixture arsenal versus tottenham yeah because if you look back through the history of maybe the last 15 years or so mm. we always shoot ourselves in the foot we either make a poor error for a goal, yeah. or a man gets sent off. So, yeah, not ideal ways to be working in a derby. No, no. If, if we're being honest. No, we, we, we really haven't shown the football world how to play football this weekend. Well, no, but that's very rarely happens from a Tottenham team anyway. Moving on. Moving on. But yeah, no, big disappointments <laughs> in those two derbies. 
for the two of us, but not obviously if you're from the other side of those yeah. derbies. But uh, we don't like you anyway. No. Um, and a big disappointment for Nottingham Forest oh, yes. as well. If we're gonna, we might as well carry on with well, the derby was, theme. That was the plan. That was the segue I was working towards. Sorry. Was into into the Leicester Forest game. And uh, I would say Leicester finally showed up. James Madison did in particular. Yeah, what a free kick. Oh, beautiful. Absolutely beautiful free kick. Yeah, I'm kicking 3 0 up at half time. And it was, I felt like, you know, those goals came. And, like, the first two obviously come very quickly. Yeah. You know, 25 27, bang. That's the shock factor. Uh, and then the, and then the other one, for, the, uh, the, the other finish from Madison as well. Some yeah. good goals, actually. Some very good goals, yeah. Even Pats and Dacker's one was very good. Yeah. Just the composure to finish it. Forrest looked awful. Yeah, this this is this is the risk they took though, wasn't it? When you know, when you're buying in twenty odd players. Yeah, it was a risk they had to take. Obviously they didn't have the numbers without the loan signings. Obviously the loan system in the Premier League is slightly different to what it is yeah. in the championship. So you can get away with bringing in lots of loan signings. You can't do that in the Premier League, unfortunately. Yeah, but it so has to go out and invest. But I don't think Steve Cooper's going to last much longer. I think he's going to struggle. The thing is, though, it's like, yeah, yeah they, they need to get someone who's going to get this team Rafa together Benitez quick. is the man I've heard. Really? Potentially, yeah. Potentially. That, that would be very interesting. That would be very interesting. To see Rafa in there. Because you'll do not, if he does nothing else, he'll get them organised. Yes. Um, yeah, it's just a little bit of naivety, I think, from Forrest. They seem to... It's like when they played us earlier in the season. They were great in the middle of the park, but it's both boxes I think, where they've I struggled. Think it, I just think it's this. It's the togetherness of, of the yeah, squad. Yeah, it is the it's, cohesion as well. It's yeah. so bitty, isn't it, it's because of the way that, you know, they've just been thrown together with 20 footballers. You know, all professionals, of course, and all have talent. And but just hoping that it sticks. Yeah, and it, it's just not kind of... It's not coming together as quickly as they need it to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, obviously, they're not they're not, they're not in major adrift. trouble no. right now. You know, they're only a couple points off of Palace. Um, you know, a win away from, from 15th. So it's, Which is it's why, if they make the change now, it would make sense. Yeah. yeah. Or it gets worse. Yeah. But it's, they're, looking, they're looking in trouble, Forrest, at the minute. Yeah. It's it's not a good day to concede for in in your local derby because it is no. the one that they've got in the Premier League. Obviously, we know derby around. No, yeah, and yeah, it was a shot in the arm for Leicester, definitely. Oh, they they needed that, and yeah. the performance to go with it as well will give them lots of confidence. Yeah, um, but obviously, Leicester have, you know. They can't. They, I don't. I won't get too excited about it because yeah, I they think have this, their own issues. Yeah. Yeah. I think this Forest team is so down right now and so not together. Yeah. Um. That I, I just it comes with that that little spot of caution. I think. Yeah. From a Leicester yeah, point of view, it's like yeah, okay, you can walk. yeah, okay, we've 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 had a good night, a very good night for Leicester. It'd be good for the confidence. Yeah. Um. But they won't really know until you know maybe next week. It'll be more of a okay. Is this something to carry on with, or is it just that Forest were bad? Yeah, yeah. Definitely. But James Madison was brilliant, and if he keeps that form up, I mean, we didn't talk about him last week in the no, we didn't England conversation because no, we kind of just sort of discarded him because well, yeah, just well, mainly he hadn't really fired. Well, Obviously, he's a listener of the podcast. 
of course. And we shunned him. So he, he proved us wrong. He did prove us wrong. But I think more more of it, I think, is why I, I never had him in that conversation. Is the same reason um, that we talk about Trent and we talk about Jaden Sancho. So I just there don't think Southgate... people in that position. I just, well, I just don't think uh, Southgate likes him. No. No, there's something there that doesn't quite click. Yeah. So... I think there's there's stuff to find out from that, but you know his performance is well. His performance, particularly on Monday, was phenomenal. Yeah, if he can keep being sort of an eight out of ten every week, well, he's got to put himself in the conversation, hasn't he? he? That's will, all he, he can do. He's all he can yeah. do is put himself in that conversation and see and see what happens. Uh, of course, but yeah, big win for Leicester. Unfortunate for Forest. Uh, let's then take us back to Saturday. Um. Let's go to Fulham before we go to Anfield because I want to talk about how good Newcastle were. Obviously, helped with the re- early red card for, for Fulham. Nathan, yeah, red, Nathaniel Shalabar. Red card challenge. Oh, 100%. 100%. Yeah. You can't be throwing yourself you in like that. can't challenge that high up someone's foot. No, it's dangerous. It can lead to nasty injuries. But, uh, they took full advantage, I thought, Newcastle. They did. I mean, Almiron's first goal what a beautiful goal mm. yeah they, they've uh and he he's hasn't got that really in him. shown that for him yeah he's got it though from he's time got to it time in his locker absolutely yeah i think you know newcastle fans will want to want to see it a bit more yeah you know, if they get that kind of performance from him a bit more regularly then you know i think i think newcastle have been quietly going about their business this season yeah i just looked at the table they're seventh yeah, I know it's early, but that's a good position for them to be in at this point. Absolutely. I mean, they showed the size, didn't they? You know, the turnaround that Eddie Howe gave them last season gives them the confidence. You know, they're still riding that wave really into this season. They are, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's still going very, very well for them. Um, if they carry on like this, I mean, any of the teams going in form up to the World Cup will be disappointed that the break's coming because it's going to be, yes. yeah, definitely. You know, just to take us away from that, just for a second, um, that that game. I think the clubs. I think the break coming in, in the middle of the season is going to make it very interesting for the restart because is that going to affect the way that teams come back necessarily? You know, do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. you know, it's an teams, unknown. That, it's teams an that, unknown that are doing well. that we haven't had before. Yeah. It kind of feels like its own mini season in, in essence between now yeah, and Christmas. Yeah, because it is. Yeah. Six weeks break, obviously, between the World Cup starting and ending. Yeah. Obviously, yes, the season is broken up into two halves. So we shall see what happens with that. But just take it back to that game. I think um, Fulham, I mean, it was always going to be uphill for them once you get the early red card. Yeah. It was always going to be uh, difficult Newcastle for them. got the players that can hurt you, and they did. Yeah, yeah, they've obviously improved massively, and they'll be very happy. But Fulham's start to the season is not to be underrated. I think they've had a very, very good start to life back in the yeah. Premier League. I think they would have taken 11 points from eight games. Oh, 100%. 100%. Especially to sit above Liverpool as well on the table. Yes. As things currently are, obviously, Liverpool probably still got a game in hand, I think, from one of the council games. Yes. Um, yeah. So, very, very interesting indeed. And speaking of Liverpool, another shaky performance, I think. Yeah, very shaky in from places. Them. Yeah. Um, obviously, they, they go 2 0 down. So, you know, already the alarm bells are ringing. But the fact that they managed to pull it back, go in front, 
and then still not be able to hold out. And I think at that home. was the biggest surprise, yeah. Yeah, because, you know, you kind of think, okay, they're, they're coming back, they're coming back. You know, you feel the inevitable would be coming. You know, you're a Brighton fan, even if you're in Anfield that day. You know, you're at Anfield, so you know as soon as that crowd gets up, everything comes around. You're expecting this Liverpool team, once they get all that momentum to step up, to just go, right, that's it. Yeah. But to concede the late one was yeah, surprising. Obviously, Trossard has had the game of his life, I think. I mean, he's, yeah, he's, he's a great player, don't get me wrong, but I don't think I've ever seen him play that well. No. He gets his hat-trick. He's very clinical. Um, obviously, it sparked the debate around Trent Alexander-Arnold yeah. and his yeah, defensive his manager capabilities. Backed him. Yeah. yeah, and I just think, you know, he's obviously, he's obviously a very talented footballer, probably one of the best... You know the way that he has played in that Liverpool team, but I just feel like I, th- I feel like they're a bit exposed that Liverpool defense this year. Yeah, I feel like yeah, their definitely. their press has gone. The intensity of their press has gone. I and think it could be the age of the midfield, possibly. I say I, I think it comes from more forward because I think you've seen a lot of teams just being able to go from defense to attack very quickly. And I don't think necessarily that's always your midfield that creates that. Yes, it has a part to play in that, but I think the way that Liverpool have always pressed from the front, yeah, that intensity from the front three seems to have dropped because they're the triggers. Yes, yeah, I suppose if they push for, for, up, then everybody yeah. follows them sort of thing. For the yeah. Liverpool press. And so what's happening is is teams are finding it a lot easier to get the ball into their midfield, whereas before, the options never used to be there, so they used to have to go long, uh, and then it'd get... You know, chopped down by, you know, by one of the, you know, by Van Dyke, get the ball down and get it back into the Liverpool midfield fairly quickly, and that's yeah. how you know I've always seen how Liverpool kind of operate. Um, but I just feel like the intensity of the press from the front has has dropped yeah. so much this year that teams are finding it a lot easier to play against them. Yeah, and they need to get, you know, Liverpool need to get that back. Really, I think that's kind of where they're missing. Uh, obviously, you know, we've talked about, you know, and we talked about it in pre, you know, in, at the start of the season that we thought Liverpool needed that central midfielder. I still don't disagree with that, but I think defensively they leave themselves exposed because that's how they're set up. They're set up for that front press, get on the ball, you know, use and Robertson and Trent to yeah, be able to... Yeah, they're used to playing with the full-backs high. Yeah, and because the press um, isn't there, that's then leaving their defence like... Yeah, they're, they're more exposed yeah. uh, and I think that's that's where they need to kind of have a think now you know because if it is the fact that over the last three or four years the physicality has drawn you know has created this fatigue in mm. the front line is it losing is it losing Mane yeah is, has, has that created that because was Mane had the energy from the work right yeah pretty from that side of the pitch is that is that slightly different now? Is that, you know, is is that a part to play? I'm not sure you could, because you know it, the energy would still be there through Luis Diaz and through uh, Carvalho. I think played yes, uh, yeah, in so, that game. Yeah. I still think you know that energy is going to be there, but I just feel as a unit they're not pressing like they used to, and it's leaving them exposed. It is defensively. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. So um, tough one for Liverpool. Uh, yeah. You love to see. I mean, you hate. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we've got our own problems. I should probably shut up. Um, 
that yet. <laughs> but so yeah, it's a tricky one, tricky one. But Liverpool are in a shaky, shaky thing. But they're not. Well, the the league's gone. Yeah, 100%. I think at this point, yeah. I think I don't think City 100%. are gonna make that many mistakes. Um, you know, yeah, it's Arsenal. Looking like a two horse race. Yeah. It does look that way at the moment. I mean, I had this conversation with someone somewhere else. I can't remember where, but I think we were both in the agreement that we just don't. I mean, City are just going to roll the league. Um, I think I think Arsenal will slip up more. Yeah, because you can't make be an interesting game this, when they finally meet one yeah, another. Because I think I think the problem at the minute is that you can't see this City team dropping too many points. I think the Arsenal, I think Arsenal at the minute won't be able to have a ninety-point season, and they're going to need no. to have a ninety-five, ninety-six point season in order to win this league this year. Yeah, and no, I just I don't see it happening. So that's that's why I kind of with Arsenal, I'm just like, mm. I think there's, I mean, yes, them, green th shoots there for Arsenal. Oh, absolutely, yeah. they'll be delighted with the way the season started. Um, you know, I've been even, even the most devout tinted Arsenal fan would have been wouldn't have thought that they'd be able to go past you know they wouldn't think that they'd be sitting at the top of the table right now let's put it that way no, no. but they did lose to Man United so <laughs> they're not that good <laughs> right um let's talk next then about a big win actually I think for West Ham and obviously Wolves uh, have now changed or changing manager. Yeah. yeah Bruno uh, Large has gone. Bruno Large has lost his position at Wolves. Uh, lots of speculation around who's coming in there. But a big win, I think, for West Ham. Again, another team, just like Leicester, who felt needed needed something to get themselves going again. Yeah, and I think Wolves are the perfect opposition for some teams at the moment. Yeah. Because they haven't got a lot going forward. No, they're, they're just not creating much at all, are they? No. And defensively, obviously, you can only defend so much for so long against good players. Yeah. Yeah, I just... It was... I mean, well, they had a lot of the ball walls. But it's just... They just don't do anything with it. Yeah, it just doesn't feel like they're ever going to break you down. Yeah. You, you, don't, you don't see Wolves throw on goal and go, well, that's in. Uh, to be fair, you rarely see yeah. them in on through on goal. I think that's the problem. I think you know they've probably got a, they've got players who probably can do that. Obviously, they've got a lot of injuries. We need to remember that in the forward areas, they've been very yeah. unlucky with the players they've lost to injury. Obviously, Diogo Costa's come in on a free to try and sort of fill the gap. Yeah, but he hasn't played properly since January. No, he had half an hour, didn't he, in that game? Yeah, so it's going to take him probably another two. Maybe six, two, six, sort of between that sort of mark, yeah. get up to speed. Mm. And even then, obviously, this is not Diego Costa of three, four years ago. No, and I think that's what that that's I think is what's going to fool a lot of people at the start. Think, oh, it's yeah. Diego Costa. I mean, it's not that it's not that Diego Costa anymore. No, it's not the animal that played for Chelsea. Yeah, I mean, you'll probably get animal. sent off a couple of times, but whether he's still got the the energy. Yeah, the the movement, the finishing, that's probably still all there. Yeah, but it's whether, and, it, yeah, it's just whether he's got the stamina and the the, the quickness of feet. Yeah, um, to get him into the areas that he needs to be in. But it'll be interesting to see him back in the league. It's 
Yeah, it's an interesting one. Obviously, it I is. know they only had the options to go out and get someone who was available on a free. Yeah. So, you know, it's an it's a no win situation really for Wolves. You know, they needed to get somebody. Indeed. So we'll um, see what happens. But we'll yeah, no, West Ham were very good. Yeah. yeah, West Ham played well. Um, they needed to. Um, but yeah, helps them out a little bit, gets them a little bit of breathing space now. Um, up the table. Takes the pressure off a of Moisey a little bit as well. It does, Moisey. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't he have a go at someone calling him that in a, in a press conference recently? I believe he did. Yeah. Yes. Well, I thought it was a bit too familiar. Yes. But me and him, we're tight. No, you're tight. You're tight. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think his contract just finished at Old Trafford, so I think he's all right there. <laughs> right. Six years finally up. Oh, it was well, yeah. Technically, it was over a few years ago, but it's just for the bants. Right. Uh, Southampton, Everton, again, another big win for a team that needed it. I feel. Yeah. Uh, a big weekend for a lot of sides. Yeah. Everton needed that a little less, maybe so than, than maybe West. Well, Leicester definitely, and West, West Ham. Yeah. Yeah. I mean Southampton. I mean, they kind of went in on a par, didn't they? At the yeah. same time, um, but, uh, you know, they were at the same, and and obviously they both could have done with the boost. But I think Everton's Southampton kind of know that they'll be able to do something later in the season. I think Everton yeah. kind of <laughs> yeah, Southampton Ever... can know the rescue act is there. Yeah, they, they've they've got that it. in their locker if they need it. But I think Everton have have struggled a bit. Um, I do think that m m since Mapai's come through, though, since the um since transfer window, I think he's made a difference. Everton. Yeah. I feel like yeah. he is. Lopez, he's definitely. He's added that vocal point at the front. Yeah, because, you like, know, he's as, not as the good tallest. As... Yeah. But, you know, he's there to sort of take the pressure off. He runs around. He harries people. And it just brings the team up the pitch that five, ten yards that they need to. Yeah. yeah. And as good as Anthony Gordon's been for them playing up there, it's not where he wants to be. He, no, it's he's not, not where he's number gonna, nine. Yeah, no. it's not where he's going to play his best football. So he's going to be able to bring him probably back onto the wing now and and do damage from there. So yes, yeah, definitely. I think they're looking a better position. Obviously, I think bringing Idris Gay back in as well has been huge for them. Yeah. Um, because Connor Cody scored as well. Connor Cody, you know, another signing they brought having, in. Having Jordan Pickford back. Is probably going to be a quite a big thing for him as well. Yeah, Pickford obviously in the sticks. I mean, Begovic isn't a bad goalkeeper by any stretch of the imagination. No, but um, but he's his not... best years are definitely behind him. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> of course, I'm sure I can say that with some confidence. I think you can. I think you can. <laughs> but no, big, big, important win for Everton. Um, they need that, and Southampton, of course. Uh, I believe their next away game is. At the Etihad, I think I read somewhere. So um, that is, I think that's City. I think that's next City's game. Yeah. is the Etihad. Oh, it is yeah. next game. Okay, so yeah, we're fully expecting then a uh, a fourth hat trick in a row for the cheat code might be on. I just might shut your eyes, Southampton fans, if I because we all know Southampton are there due, you know, more than capable of conceding nine in a game on multiple occasions. Yes, and they have done on multiple occasions. <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> um, so we'll see. We'll see. Good luck to Southampton next week. They don't need it. They're going to need it. Palace, Chelsea. Uh, 
a good start yeah. for Palace. Yeah. And this this was just that storybook, wasn't it? That Conor Gallagher the old rocks boy up. coming back to haunt you. Yeah, gets the goal in the very last minute to win the game. Yeah. Obviously, Aubameyang getting his first goal as well for Chelsea. Yeah, which is a very important goal for him. Yeah. It was a big win for Graham Potter as well. Yeah. I read somewhere. I read somewhere. It might have been Paul Merson. Oh, God. Okay. It might have been Paul Merson who said, you're not going to see... You're not going to see Graham Potter's imprint on this Chelsea team until next season. And I'm like, mm. it's literally October. If, <laughs> if he doesn't get his team playing the way he wants by next summer, he's probably going to be out of a job, right? Probably, yeah. Because you can't, you can't have, you can't do that. You, you can't at least have some imprint on your team until you're a year into your job. You've got to have some impact on them in yeah. that time. You have to remember that Paul Merson spent a lot of his time heading a football in True. his career. I'm going to use that so as did, an analogy, so nothing else. And they still talk more sense. Um, yeah. And it's, um, yeah, it, he has got some crackpot ideas, Paul Merson. He does, but he gets headlines, so, you know. It's not, yeah. Makes makes the money go for him. Um, so, yeah, no good win for Chelsea. Kind of gone unnoticed, really, with everything else that's happened this weekend. That they just quietly went about their their business. Yeah, obviously Thomas Tuchel left them in a fairly decent position. Yeah, it was always a strange one them sacking him. Yeah, but you know they they're just slowly going about it. Um, up to fifth in the league now, obviously going ahead of United following the Manchester derby. I mean, other teams behind Manchester United. There's quite a few. I mean, literally three quarters of the league. I didn't realise you were that high. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, big big wins, big wins. They take those. Palace. I mean, they're looking a little bit more shaky now. Obviously, with seven games in, they've only got six points on the board. They'll have wanted a couple more. Obviously, not this one in particular is always going to be difficult for them. Mm-hmm. Um, they've had a tricky start with who they've played, but. I think they would have liked at least a couple more on the board. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. They are a bit they are sitting just outside the relegation zone on the fact that they've got three goal better difference than Wolverhampton. Tricky one for them. And then I think we've just got a raft of nil nil, haven't we? Yeah, Bournemouth and Brentford nil nil. Bournemouth Bournemouth and Brentford nil nil. I'll be honest. Henry, I think he fell asleep in the studio watching that on Soccer Saturday. Yeah, not surprised. It sounded boring as hell. And then on Sunday, uh, Leeds Villa. Now, this is only interesting to me because how poor Villa were despite playing against 10 men. Yeah. They just didn't have any punch at all. No, nothing nothing going about them. Yeah. You know, you've got that second half, you've got that 40-odd minutes. You can come out and say, yeah, it's hard to play against 10 men, it's hard to do this, it's hard to do that. And it can be, I'm sure it can yeah. be. But they just didn't seem to be close doing any damage to them no you know and you think of the likes of Coutinho out there I mean I thought it was strange that he took Bailey off why is he taking Bailey off to uh, bring on Buendia I mean it's yeah but it's I mean not so much that. change but I think Bailey's got more about him than Buendia think, has. yeah but I just think though at that point right you don't you're playing against 10 men mm-hmm. you can probably afford to take a defensive minded player off yeah get the extra one in there so leave Bailey on put yeah Put Bailey as like a, a quote unquote right back, a right wing back. Yeah. 
keep your pace on there, keep your width out there, and play it that way and have go for the extra attacker. I mean, he took Jacob Ramsey off and brought on um, brought Danny Ings, uh, Danny Ings on, yeah. which you think okay, that's a bit more of a positive move, but he doesn't do that until the eighty second minute. Yeah, right. Do it a little. Just take a chance at that yeah, point. Yeah, ten minutes earlier. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's going to be difficult for Leeds, obviously being down to ten men. I thought the first half was quite even. It wasn't an exciting game anyway. Even in the no, first half. No, I must admit, I didn't watch it. And so it's it's a struggle. And then you come through, you think, oh, red card. That will spice things up again. But it just it didn't. It just didn't. No. It was. It was dull. It was a dull affair. The epit- the epitome of a nil-nil bore. Yeah, and that's how we're ending our roundup in the Premier League this week. Uh, right then, next then. I mean, has there been anything to talk about around the world, being as there's nothing to talk about in the Premier League this week? There has been a lot going on around the world. And I, first of all, need to apologise to late Norian fans. Why? I mentioned that you were having a really good season last week. Oh, no, is it? lost to Newport County the weekend. Uh, you've, you've ruined it for them. I have. I've given them the old commentator's curse. Unlucky. But anyway, let's see whose seasons I can ruin this week. So we start this week in Serie A as Inter and Roma collided. Chris Smalling won the game for Jose Mourinho's side as he was sitting outside in a luxury camper watching the game because he was banned from entering the stadium. Napoli and Atalanta continue to lead the way at the top after wins over Torino and Fiorentina respectively. To the Bundesliga, where Cologne beat Dortmund by three goals to do. Union Berlin lost 2-0 to Eintracht Frankfurt as Bayern moved up into third place after a big win over Bayer Leverkusen. In La Liga, Barcelona reached the summit as they beat Mallorca as Real Madrid were held by 10-man Osasuna. A fiery end to the game between Espanyol and Valencia saw two players sent off in the last few minutes before a 96-minute equaliser for Valencia. In League 1, PSG scored late thanks to Keelan Mbappe to beat Nice. Marseille won 3-0 to keep up with PSG and they meet in a couple of weeks' time. In the MLS, DC United lost again. And it wasn't a great day for Donovan Pines as he scored an own goal and then was sent off against Montreal as they lost by a goal to nil. We're now reaching the business end of the season in the MLS so we'll bring you news of the playoffs in the coming weeks. No WSL action this week, as it's International Week. England play the USA on Friday night at Wembley. A couple of more sackings to talk about. Chris Wilder was sacked by Middlesbrough yesterday, and Matt Taylor was also confirmed to leave Exeter to take over at Rotherham. And the fourth qualifying round draw has been made for the FA Cup. Now, last season, we focused on a team called Needham Market in the FA Trophy. Do you remember, Chris? Mm-hmm. I do. They did very well. So we have followed them again because they have a very juicy draw in the fourth qualifying round they take on Maidstone of the Maidstone. Match. Well that's quite you've, you've rounded that quite nicely because that's where Chris Morning started his career wasn't it? Hey! He got plucked from Maidstone by Fulham. See? That? It's all, it all makes sense doesn't all, it? All the way around. All the way around the world and around Chris Morning's career. Yes. Uh, right, so yeah, lots of interesting stuff going on around. Interesting what's going on uh, in Germany at the minute because Bayern are not necessarily having it all their own way this year so far. No, but obviously, not. I think over the course of the season, they'll probably will. 
Yeah, but, um, Freiburg and Union Berlin have kind of started well, but yeah. yeah. So we'll see how that all pans out. Uh, Barca and Real look like they're getting ready to set themselves back up for their usual antics this season. Yeah. Did you see the video of Jose Mourinho in his bus? I didn't see the video of him in, in his bus. Oh, it's an amazing bus. It's like a like an RV type thing. Right. <laughs> he's lit, he's out. He pans round to show the outside of the stadium, and then pans round to see him <laughs> watching it on a laptop. Lovely. Was it, did he? I bet he had a radio to the bench as well, didn't he? Oh yeah, of course he did. Hundred yeah. percent. Like, yeah, yeah, nothing to see here. Well, he's oh. allowed to do that. Technically, he doesn't. He's not allowed to enter the stadium, which obviously he didn't do. No. But he is allowed to have contact with the bench, watching it from home. And of, from and of course, band. he's starred in a bit of Stormzy video lately as well. So he's he has he's been very busy as Jojo living his living his best week. Uh, any news on Donis? Um, no news on Donis this week. No, um, they drew with grasshoppers. <laughs> Sorry, um, they drew with grasshoppers. Do you mean as in the insects? Not the insects. No, right. come on. Okay. Um, but Donis didn't get on the field, unfortunately. That's unfortunate. Unfortunate. I mean, and they drew one all, so they've had a good result. Yeah, I mean, they might have won if they put Donis on. Come on. Well, I mean, they probably would have. They still haven't won so far this season. So yeah. yeah. Come on, give Donis a chance. Please. Yeah, put him back on the pitch. Come on. You know, you know, it's it's wrong not to. Okay, so um, well, in that case, then we best have a look at this weekend's fixtures. Yeah. No Saturday lunchtime game this weekend. Mm, interesting. Don't know why. I think there's three games on Sunday, which could possibly be why. So we start the weekend with Newcastle taking on Brentford, Bournemouth and Leicester, Manchester City and Southampton, Chelsea and Wolves. They are your three o'clock games this Saturday. The Amex is the destination for Brighton versus Tottenham. That will not be an easy game for Spurs this weekend. West Ham take on Fulham at two o'clock on Sunday. Crystal Palace also take on Leeds before the 4.30 game, which is Arsenal versus Liverpool. That's going to be an absolute belter, I should think, at the Emirates. Manchester United take on Everton at Goodison Park at 7 o'clock on Sunday. Very bizarre kickoff well, time. Well, I wonder then if that's going to be... Is that on the telly? I presume that's on the telly. Is that, yes. on, is that on the BT Sport? And that's why we haven't got the lunchtime game on a Saturday because Man United were picked, but they can't play Saturday because it's Europa League week. I don't know what channel it's on check your local listings well i was it. just going to try and have a look on the on the man united app because oh they normally put it yes it is on bt sport it is on bt so that'll be why because they've picked the united game and the united game's got moved because the europa league yes the sunday because they can't there we play go. mystery souls saturday boom yes i'm well good done. at this right you are very good at this and our final game of the weekend is nottingham forest playing on a monday night again this time taking on aston villa Another Midlands derby. Another Midlands derby, but at home this time. At home, let's see how they get on in that particular one. Right, uh, thank you all very, very much for tuning in this week. Um, I'm sure you've all enjoyed the misery, even if we <laughs> haven't. But, you know, it's a new week this week. Lots of games. I mean, we're playing Brighton, mate. It's going to be bad next week. Uh, for probably. Me well, I, think. I mean, we're playing Everton away, and we don't do well at Everton away hardly ever anyway. So, yeah, I'm sure it'll be fantastic. But for now... Uh, don't forget, if you want to get in touch with us on Twitter, we are at Let's Football Pod. You can email us, Let's Football Pod at gmail.com. Uh, like I said, we'll be back next week discussing all the big talking points from uh, from this week. But in, enjoy yourselves, and we'll see you all soon. All right. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone.